you're listening to this podcast, you care about local politics. If you're listening to this podcast, you're checking in on a series on the Making a Difference show known as Primary Focus. And what we're doing, particularly in Augusta, Richmond County, in the state of Georgia, is we're focusing on local candidates who will be participating, who are up for election in the May 22nd primary. Before we start the podcast, let's thank a few sponsors. Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard. If you're looking for affordable health care and a pharmacy that you can trust, look no further than Medical Villa Pharmacy, 706-722-7355, 706-722-7355. Let's also thank Jesse and Doris Willard with your locally owned H&R Block at 2664 Tobacco Road in Hepzibah. I recommend them because of their 25 years in the business and because they personally do my taxes. Call the Willards at 706-305-1412, 706-305-1412. Again, thank you for your concern and your passion about local politics. And if you're listening to this podcast, please, please, please make sure you participate in these important elections in 2018. You're listening to Making a Difference. I have a candidate here for District 2. Uh, he's a gentleman who um, has is very familiar with the political scene. He's uh, actually uh, has run for this position in the past. Uh, he, is a, he is a pastor. He is a business owner. And he is a man of the people. Glad to have here with us today, Mr. Cleveland Garrison. How you doing today, Mr. Garrison? I'm doing good, young man. How you doing? Doing very well. Good. Glad to good. glad to have you on the podcast. I uh, just want to very quickly, for those um, of us who don't know you, just want to give you this opportunity to tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Cleve Garrison, as you know. I've been pastoring for 45 years, been in the iron business for 52 years. Mm. Um, been in Augusta in the business for about... 35 years, so I'm very familiar with the operation of how things work here in Augusta. You say you're a pastor. I'm, I'm very curious um, because, and we actually have a number of pastors who are engaged um, in terms of politics. I want to, I'm just very curious to know what your passion is and what your motivation is to want to get into into politics. Well, well, being a pastor in politics, I, I don't think I could sufficiently pastor and then be a politician. So what I did, I turned the church over to my son and I believe that he can take it to a higher level. Uh, my intent was not to be a politician, not to run for office, but what happened is not too long ago, the young man that's sitting in the office now came to my office here and told me some stuff, but the next day he went and did just the opposite of what he told me. The community came to me and asked me would I consider running, and that's why I'm running, because I feel like I can be a help to the community. And. Uh, that that main reason I'm running, one of the main reasons. It's very very inspiring and very compelling. Another compelling commentary that you had, I saw where you had an opportunity to uh, to talk about District Two. You did so uh, very passionately, I think, very profoundly. And there's a a phrase that you've been using in terms of uh, in, in terms of District Two. You've been saying how it's been uh, underserved and, and overlooked. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I've been a resident of District Two for about um, thirty years. Um, I've seen District 2 go down, 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 down. We had several commissioners that worked faithfully trying to build it back up, but not, our second uh, commissioner seemed to not care. Uh, the last uh, forum we had with him, he said that he goes to the people's house at night, they probably sleep. So that means that he does not want to even talk to them. I feel like in order to serve the people, you got to understand where the people are coming from. You got to know the people. You got to get involved with people. And it's all about people anyway. You know, if you if I'm running for public office saying that I'm going to be your voice, and then when a critical vote comes to pass, you're going to tell me, uh, I don't think 
I'm, I'm gonna have to vote my conscience. We're not voting our conscience. We're not. We don't, we don't have an agenda. It's about the people. And if we can't come together and meet with the people and get their opinion, of, you know, we we defeat our, our our purpose. One thing I say, out of three and a half years that our president commission have been sitting in office, we never had a breakfast. We he never called us to, to find out what our views are. Never find out what our concerns are. And I think it's time that we in South Augusta come to the point that we need to know. We need to get familiar with the people in not only in District Two, but familiar with people in general because if we don't do that then we're going to lose all around you know politician is one thing but flat out lying to people is it just it's just not it's not acceptable with me i can't tolerate a liar yes sir i want to ask you because i i, I hear the frustration in your voice i want to ask you we're seeing so so many developments throughout augusta we're seeing downtown uh area be revitalized we're seeing you know different things in west augusta how frustrating frustrating is it for you to not see district two to not see south augusta get that same look and that same recognition that same revitalization well they seem to tell me that they got priorities 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 well we lost kmart um we lost rhymes we don't have no sufficient place to eat in in this particular area uh, we're losing our, some of our grocery stores, and it's all because they are not concerned. Now, one thing that the, all of the commissions down there fail to understand is what we have in this district is an enterprise zone. Now, the enterprise zone gives a certain business a tax break for 10 years, providing you have five employees. Now, nobody's talking about that. So in order to rebuild Augusta, we got to make that known to the businesses, make that known to a person who's trying to start up a new business. Let them know that there is assistance for them, but they're not, we're not doing it. They're not doing it. And I believe that when we get an offer that we can make a difference, we can make that change, we can inform the people, we can open that door so they can walk in. It's not something that we got to vote on. It's already there. It's a vehicle that's sitting there that the people are not doing anything with. Very, very insightful. And, and one oh. thing I want to say, I don't, don't mean to cut you off, but the Regency Mall situation, don't you know, and anybody with common sense know, that that would be the ideal place to have a Jane Brown arena, a Jane Brown museum. Jane Brown was one of the most popular and most famous entertainers in the world, not just in Augusta, or not just in America, but in the world. And we have a name like that that represents Augusta. We just can't put them in a box, and I, you, you, we talking about they want to build it downtown, but look at downtown. Downtown is landlocked. Where the present uh, arena said now is landlocked. We got, you can't park because the railroad track is here. You got a church on the other side. You got a federal building on it. So you got, you're limited with parking. We don't have no more land downtown that is, that is qualified to handle a building of that magnitude. The only place that we have in Augusta here right now that sits in the center of Augusta, which people are failing to realize, is the Regency Mall. Why not utilize it? Oh, they say, well, it's a bad deal. Well, there's, there's ways you can negotiate that. And I think the, 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 the negotiating, the, the, the deal that's on the table would be a good deal for us. I, I really do. I, I, I talked to a young man that's on the Coliseum Committee. He explained it to me in detail. We can't lose, but they wanna they wanna keep the money downtown. They wanna say, well, no, it's gonna work. But then you got to understand this also. If you do bring the arena out there, do bring a a, a Jane Brown uh, 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 museum there. Other businesses gonna 
that's going to generate other businesses. Now you got a ripple effect. You got one building, one business uh, piggybacking off another business. You got another business piggybacking off that business. Now uh, South Augusta is blooming. Not only is South Augusta blooming, now you done, you done, you done reactivated the morale of the people. Now the people done got involved. They want to see some things happen. They're going to start doing things. To, it, it, Augusta, South Augusta will blossom. But why, why would you want to hurt yourself? Just to satisfy a few people with big dollars. This just don't make sense to me. I, I'd say you presented a, a very compelling argument in terms of, of Regency Mall, and I think you have the ability to speak from a first-person experience from this perspective. We'll return to Making a Difference after these messages. My name is Lauren Macon, and you are listening to Making a Difference with my handsome husband, Ken Macon. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you looking for affordable health care? Are you looking for a pharmacy that you can trust? Well, look no further than Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard here in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. This may be a familiar voice to you. Hey, it's none other than Ken Macon from the hit show Making a Difference. And I just want to tell you about the fine folks over at Medical Villa Pharmacy. They're led by pharmacists, Dr. Marshall Curtis and Baron Curtis. And I tell you, they provide great service for many of us here in Augusta, Richmond County. They take Georgia Medicaid, insurance plans, charge cards, WIC vouchers, and they even provide free delivery service. The Medical Villa Pharmacy is conveniently located in the medical district near the Medical College of Georgia and Payne College. Medical Villa Pharmacy. They are dedicated doctors, medical mavens, and a blessing to the health industry. What more can I say but head to Medical Villa Pharmacy, 706-722-7355, 706-722-7355. Tax problems giving you the blues. Tax liens, levies, garnishments, unfiled tax returns, denied a passport because you owe back taxes. I'm Jesse Willard with your locally owned H&R Block in Hepsiburg. We have over 25 years of experience in representing clients with tax problems, and we can help you to jazz up your life. Contact us at 706-305-1412 to schedule your free consultation. H&R Block, the one you know and trust. People of District 2 and the City of Augusta, I am Cleveland Garrison. I am running for a seat of District 2 Commission on Tuesday to May 22nd. I have an important message about the status of District 2. We heard a lot about the so-called growth and the development of our district, but all you have to do is just look around and see the ugly truth. There isn't much development at all. In fact, while you're seeing other areas of our city improve for the better, we seem to be stuck in 20 years of setback. This is why it is time for a change. I believe I can beat that change. I have worked with the community for years, not only as a pastor, but also as a businessman, owner, and entrepreneur. I firmly believe that you must be a man of the people to be a servant of the people. The residents of District 2 have been overlooked, underrepresented, for far too long. That is why I need your help. Please get out and vote during the advanced voting period. If you can't take advantage of the advanced voting, I need your vote on Tuesday, May 22nd, so that we can make our collective voice loud and clear. Please vote for me, Cleveland Garrison, the candidate for District 2 Commissioner, paid for by the committee to elect Cleveland Garrison. 
what would the Regency Mall, or rather the James Brown Arena being placed at the Regency Mall, what would that mean for business owners? What would it mean for business owners such as yourself? Well, that would, that, would, that would open the door for me because, see, I'm in the iron business. I be a handrail, security situation of that caliber. So now, what they do, when, when, when the James Brown Arena come to Regency Mall, then you're going to what have? You're going to have restaurants coming because what? You got a, 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 a event that, say for instance, 5,000 to 10,000 people come to that event. When the event is over with, where are they going to eat at? Now you got a restaurant opening. Now, for as I'm concerned, when I see, the, when you bring in revenue back into South Augusta, that means people can afford my type of business. But right now, we don't, we're not, we, 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 we just, we starving. We're draining, and they don't care. They don't have no, they, they, they could care less about what we think. All they want to do is, you know how they say, batting the pig up downtown. We, we still, and the, the bad thing about it, young man, what I, I feel to, to, to hope, hopefully I can get over to the people is that we lost the ballpark because the commissioners couldn't get together. Look at what happened into the ballpark in North Augusta. Not only did they build a ballpark, but look at all those businesses that, that is that is spraying up because of that. Not 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 they didn't they didn't just come there to come there, but they came there why? Because there was a ballpark there. Augusta trying to build a, a parking deck on this side of the river to accommodate some of them people on that side. They oh, they say they're building it for the cyber center. But think about what's happening. Think about it. Anybody with common sense will know. Then how they trying to piggyback of what's happening over in North Augusta? Well, we couldn't. We could have had it here. We could have had all that over here. All you gotta do is stop bickering, look at what's necessary, think. Ben and <laughs> Lord help me. But what I see is we don't have no business-minded people. Because mm. if you had business-minded people, they would look at it from a business point of view and say, "Hey, this would be good not only for." District 1, District 2, District 5, District 4, this would be good for the whole city of Augusta. And they're not looking at it like that. You uh, you speak about so much, you've spoken about so much. You've spoken about <laughs> business. You've spoken about the, the people. No, I. it's, it's a very, it's a very uh, like I said, passionate and profound discussion. I'm very curious to know, if you were elected, what type of conversations would you have with the people? How would you uh, put yourself in a position where people where People felt like you were listening to their concerns. Well, you say you say something when you first start. You say, "F, I'm elected." It's not no F about this. I will be elected, and what's gonna what's gonna happen first? The the May the twenty second is the election day. Once the all everything has been tallied up and the votes has been been counted, and I will be the next commissioner of District Two. My first task would be to call have a breakfast uh, with all the members in South and in, 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 in District 2 invite the whole city of Augusta in, that's in this particular area and, and sit down and have like what you call a town hall meeting. Get their opinion. Get their feeling. Find out what I need to do before I go there. I want to have some information in my hand before I go and confront what I need to what I'm going to be confronted with. I need to know what, where the people are coming from. I need the backing of the people. And the only way I'm going to get the backing of the people is to understand where they're coming from. I need to know you. I need to hear the voice. I need to understand because hey, it ain't about Garrison. It's about South Augusta. Very powerful. I, I want to ask you um, in terms of the actual commission, because you talked about the commission and, and some of the bickering and things like that that go on 
um, you know, on the dais in those in those chambers. Um, look, not not if, but when. You said when you were elected. What's going to be? What kind of conversations are you are you going to have with, with the commissioners? But when one thing you got to understand, we all grown. Ain't no children. Everybody's grown, and you need to think. You need to reason. Think reasonable. Don't not, not, not don't don't think. Don't feel like you got a problem with me. Uh, it's not about me. Uh, you you need to just grow up, and just approach people from a, a grown person perspective. You know, I I want to respect everybody, and uh, only way I'm gonna get respect is to give respect. And I think if we respect each other, I think we can come together with a reasonable solution to the problem that we are confronted with. That's good. I want to ask you. You talked earlier about uh, the you know, businesses and resources that are being taken out of District 2. One of those, uh, I can, I remember very specifically, is the Kroger on Deansbridge Road. And so, and I mean, we can go down the line. You talked about Kmart. There, there are so many, there are just a, a lack of opportunities here. Um, will you be able to speak to those issues, you know, when you're elected um, in terms of bringing grocery stores here, bringing businesses here to give people, you know, just things as simple as, as fresh fruit, well, you got a lot of businesses that is having situation problems. They're getting their contracts. Uh, they they drawing the the blueprints approved because they have so much red tape. One thing we need to do is cut some of that red tape because we shouldn't have to go through all what we're going through with just to get a a a, a, a print approved so the, the the construction people can go to work and start helping rebuild South Augusta. We need to cut some of that red tape out. South Augusta, not only South Augusta, but Augusta in, 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 as a whole got too much red tape that they put people through just to get a print approved. We need to work on that. That what should be one of our, that will be one of our main priorities to try to correct that situation. Sounds good. I just want to ask you, because you've spoken so, just very specifically about on, on various issues. Um, have you been presenting any in terms of your actual campaign? How's campaigning going? And have you presented anything specifically in terms of your campaign? You're saying, if elected, I'm going to do this, this, and this. We have. We have those that we have been able to talk to. We have uh, laid out our platform before them. And they're, they're in perfect agreement with me. Um, one thing about the people that I've talked to, they're just tired. Tired of being overlooked. Tired of being lied to. Tired of being mis disrespected, we just tired. We are somebody. We are one of some of the most important people on the face of the earth. We just want to be recognized. Anything else in terms of of your campaign? Um, just go out and vote the twenty second. Vote yes for Cleve Garrison. And vote yes for Regent Samal. Um, and one thing I always say: when you vote for Cleve Garrison, not just voting for Cleveland Garrison, but you're voting for yourself. Because then you'll know that you will be heard. That's great. I, I think that's a a way to, um, to to put a cap on it, if you will. This gentleman is uh, Mr. Cleveland Garrison. He needs your vote on Tuesday, May 22nd. I'm also encouraging people to to, uh, to vote in, in advance voting. You can uh, actually vote right now as you're listening to this podcast. But if you don't take advantage of advance voting, certainly we want you to come out on Tuesday, May the 22nd, and make your voice heard. So glad to have uh, Mr. Cleveland Garrison, who is a candidate for District 2. Augusta Commission. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, sir. Thank you for coming and allowing me the opportunity to be on the program. All right. So the episode just ended and you're mad. MAD making a difference, but you're also mad because the episode is over. But here's the deal. The movement continues. It continues on social media and far beyond social media, Facebook, Twitter. 
you can go to facebook.com backslash making m-a-k-i-n a difference show and you can keep up with social commentaries you can also know when the podcasts are coming out you can also know when our video laws are coming out and that's the way you can keep up with that is facebook.com backslash making difference show you can also keep up with us on twitter my twitter handle is difference making that's d-i-f-f-e-r-e-n-c-e making m-a-k-i-n if you want to follow the SoundCloud podcast, you can do so by going to soundcloud.com backslash making a difference. If you're interested in advertising with making a difference, you can shoot an email to making M A K I N a difference show at gmail.com. That's making a different show at gmail.com. Thank you so much for your support. I love you guys. Peace and God bless. You win. Perfect.